Live from 50th and Capitol Avenue in the Big O, this is Mornings with Sharp and Handley on 1620 The Zone, 1620thezone.com, and 1620thezone TV. Now here's Gary, Nick, and Jimmy. Hey guys, great to see you. Hey, good to see you as well. Hey, good to talk to all of you. Uh, good Thirsty Thursday. Wait, it is fun. thirsty. It is thirsty it's Thursday, thirsty. man. It's celebrating, you s- baby. Hey, you either, uh, you either tip one or you stay away from one, yeah. depending on uh, what you're out there to uh, get. That's true. Uh, That's you, true. You know what? Uh, uh, Go Big Fred, uh, What? Who, who needed that win last night was Sports Talk Radio, because the conversation would have just been bam, 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 just hitting your head mm-hmm. in the wall after uh, losing another road game. But uh, Nebraska basketball goes into Indiana and dominates the Hoosiers. And I called it. Yes, you did. And <laughs> Good job, so, Nick. So for people who didn't listen to the show yesterday, Nick Nick said he's on. Uh, he's struggling here. Yeah. He, he's yeah. on the wrong side of the ledger when it comes to uh, betting on Nebraska. Yep. So we went with the reverse jinx, and what did you say the score was? 74-68. All right. Yep. So you predicted Indiana was going to win. Yep. Nice so don't, don't, throw, don't throw hate at my partner. That's what he did, and it worked. Sacrifice. And so Nick has already said that Minnesota 103, oh. Nebraska 56. Yeah, it's going to be on, brutal. On uh, Sunday. It's going to be brutal, guys. Bobby Jackson You're going to the game Sunday. The early evening Sunday. Man, get your lunch in. Get your dinner in early because you're going to be want to toss it up. Uh, it's going to be bad on Sunday. And, uh, and, and, Thank you, Nick. You're and, doing and it and for this us. And uh, this is my Richie game. Huh. So Richie and oh. Papillion, my okay. one game a year oh, yeah. that I take Richie. I got Richie on Sunday. Giants fan, Richie? Yes, Giants yeah. fan, Richie. Okay. Yes. So he going had, into PBA he, like Mark Bavaro through he, four if Niners. He, if he is a good, if he is a good boy, we we go to one Nebraska basketball game uh, a year, he's and been good. Sunday is our game. He's Sunday's going to be good. gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. He's already debating: is it going to be nice enough outside to wear shorts? Yes. It, it Almost is. seventy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's going to be great. But. This is this is what happened last night, and it was it was so typical Nebraska basketball. <laughs> is the roller coaster that you go on, whether it be with your basketball team or or players that are on the particular team. But first and foremost, they needed to change the conversation because the conversation is being dominated by the fact that they haven't won a game on the road in the Big Ten, despite having numerous opportunities to close it out. They go into a place last night that Indiana. We're going to have some speaks about the Hoosiers. Because they are the laissez-faire of the Big Ten. Yeah, poor Woody. And he, yeah, I like Woody. Yeah, I, I do too. I Former think he likes, Kansas City I think Kings he likes, great. I think he likes IU. I think he bleeds, you know, Hoosiers. He's one of them. I just think sometimes it's difficult for NBA guys. This is where Hoiberg's yeah. a little bit different. Because he had the college experience first. Mm. But NBA guys to approach a 30-game season with a sense of urgency every single night where you're used to playing 82 games. But Hoiberg's team, they had to change the conversation because if if they don't they don't win last night, you now go another week about, well, you can't win on the road, and now you're firmly on the bubble. Right. And good on Nebraska last night. They changed the conversation, and I, I will, I'll throw it out there at 6.12 in the morning. Because you know what the resume is. I haven't looked at any of the metrics. I refuse to look at the metrics. I just watched the games. I looked at a bracket. Is are you putting on your dancing shoes if you are a Nebraska fan? Have you firmly put them on your feet? Maybe you haven't tied them. Maybe you still got the old school Velcro, which I loved. 
I thought that was like the greatest invention where you didn't have to tie your shoes. You just had Velcro. Hell, kids nowadays don't tie their shoes anyhow. No, they don't. They're, they're barely on their feet. Yeah. But if you are a well, Nebraska basketball game. fan and you watched that game at Assembly Hall last night and you wondered, why is Chris Tucker a friend of Mike Woodson? I, I was uh, wondering that too. The end result, the end result, have you put your dancing shoes on and are you ready on Selection Sunday, now about three weeks away, to say, Nebraska, welcome to the tournament. NCAA, you mind if we dance in your tournament? Yeah, this is more than just uh, try them on and seeing if it fits. Yeah. Maybe you, you still have the box in case you need to return them, but you, you're doing a little bit more than just, all right, is this the right size? The guys on. have taught me to be they should very be on. guarded. They, they should yeah, be on. Oh, so, so that's, that's okay. No, but, but here's the thing of a Nebraska basketball fan, okay? You, you, you got to embrace it because it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to kick you below the waist. Mm. Okay, you just have to know that going Ooh, I know in. this. And then there's other times it's going to make you really like happy, and you're going to go to bed last night, and you're going to like... Ooh, yeah. I kind of feel good. Well, I like me some Jamarcus Lawrence. I, li- I like me some Bryce Williams. I don't care whatever happened to Boogie Coleman, but I like <laughs> me the other guys. And Casey, Boogie, I bow down to you. I like how yeah. you just got a boogie in there, too. You got a little boogie in there. Where'd he that go? Guy, that guy, I don't know. He's, he's we were like, talking about milk cartons the other day. Yeah. You're going to go to your grocery store and go, hey, Boogie Coleman is here. As far as I know, he was part of the team meditation yesterday. Yeah, but I, anything more I, than that, I don't know. I think there's four games to go. I think if your dancing shoes are not on your feet, Pavelka's going to come to your workplace yeah. and he's going to give you the business because you should have them on your feet. Now, in terms of tying them, I'm not ready to go there yet, no. but they should be firmly on your feet. They should be nice and comfy. If you, wear, if you wear a size 11, don't go and get a 10 and a half. You know what? You know what they say about big feet? Big socks. Yes. Go 11 and a half. That's where I would be after last night and that win against Indiana. It had to It had to go down the way it did last night too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It yeah, had for the, to. For the brand. Yes. Yeah, it, for the brand. It had to go down where. I even said that to my wife. You know this is going to get tight. Yep. You're peaking at 22, then it's you a were, 20 point half time. You were whispering sweet nothings to your wife about Nebraska basketball. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You oh, might yeah. become one of yeah, us. That that is, we were all great. in. Yeah. Both TVs in the house were. Yeah. See that KSA back cut there? Gosh, that was sexy. Uh, you know, you're up 20. What, 22? Actually, right out of the out of the break in the second half. Right out of the gate there. And then that starts dwindling and dwindling and dwindling. Then all of a sudden, once it's a three-point game, you're like, I mean, in a way, it was it was sort of like, in a very cruel way, sort of self-fulfilling. That yeah, well, this really? is supposed to happen. I mean, this is just because I just I you're seeing that go from like single digits, and then all of a sudden, Assembly Hall just starts becoming alive again, and all of a sudden, a very porous shooting team, especially at the free throw line, but also as a three-point shooting team, starts hitting a couple of buckets here. They're dominating in the paint, and you're like, this is going to be the undoing. And this is this is the play, I, I swear, guys, that it probably was not talked about enough. But it was right out of – it was out of the, the media timeout. Nebraska is down th- – or I'm sorry, Nebraska is up three. Indiana has the ball. They get a great look in the corner. They get initially an <laughs> offensive board. You'll see what he just laughed about. Okay. Well done. Yeah. An offensive board, and it was Sam Hoiberg, who scoops out of Khalil's uh, arms, gets the transition going. They get the ball out to Jamarcus Lawrence, and they stop that. That moment of Sam Hoiberg, because right there, Khalil's – I mean, he's, he's right there for a putback, Khalil Ware. And so it's probably a one-point game. Unless he goes to the free throw line, that would have been probably a good strategy. But the fact that Sam Hoiberg is able to get that ball out, and then that kind of thwarted their run, 
gets Nebraska a little bit of a cushion, and then at that point you're kind of keeping them at arm's length. That was it. That was just like a huge little moment that probably won't be discussed as much. But that would, to me was like okay. That could have made it a one-point game. Hell, maybe you get an and one. Maybe it's a tie game. And then who knows? If they draw even or even take the lead in that game, who the hell knows? So I have trust issues, okay? So, same. you know, I mean, uh, ask, uh, ask the, the ladies in my life. I have, I have some trust issues. I also have some commitment issues. But that doesn't have anything to do with Nebraska basketball. So when I say it, if you think they're dancing... And and remember, I had I I had to go off the rails a little bit the other day. I said, just win, okay? I don't want to hear about metrics. I don't want to hear about Bart. I don't want to hear about Ken. I don't want to hear about the net guy, okay? I just want to hear about a victory. Yeah. I, and you can only you can only take care of yourself and what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. And they did last night against a team that isn't very good. I get that. Indiana is on the struggle bus, and they're on the major struggle bus where boos are raining down at all places. Yeah. Assembly Hall, but they had to do what they did. And you just got to keep winning. Uh, the shoes are on. The shoes to go dancing are on. But until you get three weeks from Sunday, I'm not going to tie them yet because I don't trust what could happen when it's not entirely in your hands. But what you can control is victories. Now, the thing about last night and and kind of the way that game unfolded is what was more impressive from the Nebraska basketball standpoint? And you can factor in the whole season how it's gone. The the start where I said you got to punch them early, and mm-hmm. they did, and they scored 51 in the first half, and they were rolling. Threes were raining. Tominaga yep. was having a Steph Curry kind of night. He was, uh, you know, he was injecting stuff into his veins. <laughs> which it's the cool thing to do, man. Yeah, you know what? There, are, I've seen that as a technical. Frank Frankie Fiddler last year in the Summit League tournament hit a three in front of the South Dakota State bench and did that, and they really. Up. Yeah, he may. Perhaps it was a tribute to he diabetics. May, he may have followed up with. Uh, you know, how you like that, Zeke? Oh. Um, he know, does but, the Ozempic dance. But what is more impressive last <laughs> night is the quick start on the road where you're wearing the collar, mm-hmm. you score 51, the offense is moving, you're also playing really, really good defense, your leading score, rebounder, and assist man did not wasn't a, wasn't a factor at all last night in Mast, or the fact when... Indiana goes on, what, was, what did it end up being, a 23-5 to run to get back yep. into the game. They get it as close as 59-56, and then boom, Nebraska goes on a 14-1 run. The start or the resolve was the most impressive last night? The resolve. I, I, I cannot stress that enough. And the start was imperative. It was, given the state that Indiana's in right now, and we talked about this yesterday, and we also kind of talked about uh, Creighton with St. John's. If you're able to take the will out of a team early, that's maybe kind of reeling or you know, kind of thinking about the off season already, knowing they're not going to the postseason. You put that issue no longer in doubt early in that game. How does that team respond? And so I think it was important, but the resolve, without question, it was the biggest moment because that's still a team, in my opinion, that is very much aware of what they've done on the road and very much aware that they've had games in hand before, that Minnesota game where they were up by as much as 17 at one point. It, it, when that thing starts to shrink and that place becomes alive, and it's only human to think, Jesus, I mean, is this ever going to happen? Yeah. Are we snake bit? I like the resolve, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with, because you're on the road and everybody is telling you you shouldn't do this, this, and this. For them to punch early, they didn't commit their first turnover until 12.38 was left in the first yeah. half. On the road, I, I, I'm not discounting the resolve to, to punch a 14-1 to run when it gets within three and you make some key plays. Mm-hmm. 
but man, you're never you're not in that position at all if you don't have a good first twenty. Now I hated the start of the second half. You know, the night before, I love what Creighton did. Creighton punched and they kept punching against UConn and they came out and they punched right away in the second half and they had uh, you know a, a stretch of where they made some big time plays and even though UConn got within ten, they they, they weren't going to get you know over the hump. Last night, you're not in that situation if you don't have a monster first half where you play a pretty good about 16 minutes because then you're just in a slog fest the entire night against a bad basketball team yeah, that is dragging you down. That's a good point. Yeah, it's I, I, I do I really do believe that start it, it was imperative. But what gave me the most confidence about this team on what they can do beyond just the regular season. Like I said, they had to go through that last night. I, I, it would have, it would have been really. It, it, I mean, it still would have been satisfying if they if they blow the doors off again. Go to their first possession of the second half where they they're able to increase it by twenty two. They get uh, I, I think what was it a lob dunk or you got you got some. Oh, they probably shot a three. I don't th- because I don't they think started settling for well, threes they did. at you're the right. beginning of the second half. Yeah, you're right. And it was like you know what somebody left quarters on the pop up shot machine, so let's just keep putting them in there because we yeah. get free basketballs. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Uh, but for them to kind of see that typical road theme play out when they have got off to a good start, to dwindle down to three where it looks like, okay, we know how this goes, for them to be able to quell that and then to kind of go on a run of their own and close the game out, to me that starts. That allows me to think a bigger picture with this team. That allows me to think of, okay, not only did you finally get – the road victory, but you had to go through that moment again, and this time you had the answer. Yeah. That they're, they're hopefully that goes a long way with the confidence, here, especially uh, defensively. Yes, uh, very what, much. So. What they've been able to do. So I, I know you, you, you guys are my computer experts on the show. I I am <laughs> not. I have actually blocked Bart, Ken, Net, and uh, what other site? Evan. I block those sites. It's like a lot. Okay, Mike. I, I I have to do it to myself. Sometimes I don't have control. <laughs> So I don't want to. I don't want to. I I don't want to put my life in the hands of a computer. Like I, I I'm I'm going to be slow to jump onto the AI bandwagon. Oh, same. Too much work. But, and 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 probably for computers, last night probably doesn't resonate. Other than other other than a quad two game, you had a blowout, which and yeah, you won on the road know, by fifteen. It's, it's important as we as we learn about quads, uh, and you don't live in them. Well, kind of you do. Uh, it's important to blow out threes and fours when you have the opportunity to do that. So Just probably don't blow the, out your the, quads. The, the computers are not going to get all warm and fuzzy about a win at Indiana against a middling, struggling basketball team. Right. But that win was for Nebraska last night, and they did what was the most important thing. And at the end of the night, when they uh, sounded the bell, they went to center court, and Kelly Pfeiffer raised Fred Hoiberg's hand, and he said, "You are the winner." <laughs> Man, I wish he would have done that. I like Kelly Pfeiffer. <laughs> they had some, they had some uh, interesting... So does Jacob. Hey, hey Kelly Pfeiffer kind of took over. He was like pro-Nebraska. He's like, man, I live in Mitchell, South Dakota. I'm closer to Lincoln than I am to Bloomington. Win Nebraska. Well... And then he got overruled by uh, Eric Curry yeah. on a key part. There was the... Yeah, a couple former, of the... Former Minnesota twin marketing director, Eric Curry. Nice. Oh, really? That's a nugget. Yeah. Gary Sharp and Eric Curry have sat in a room together and... Discuss promotion. Did you always know his passion for officiating? Win twins win. Then? I didn't like him with Minnesota. I'll tell oh, okay. you that. Well, <laughs> Kelly Pfeiffer even had to play the role of, "Hey, everyone, settle down." After the out of bounds, which, by the way, was correctly called by the officials. I know Indiana. 
uh, fans did not like that. But um, they don't like a lot. Yeah, these the, days. It, it was. You, you could hear him in his post game too, like just the relief. Fred, Fred, Fred's let people in a little bit more. I just, I don't think he, he can help it. I think this has been a little bit more of an emotional season because I think he wants it so bad for this team and he sees how good they can be. And it's just been, you know, those home to road splits are just almost unexplainable. I can imagine from that coaching staff and Fred himself. So I, I think it was great for him to kind of, to show that relief, to show that, you know, that, that exuberance, that excitement that they, they had after a game like that, that you're right. in. The entire world of college basketball, with all of the great finishes last night, very few people are looking at what happened in Bloomington, Indiana, as it is a major basketball development. For but for Nebraska, that was huge. There's there's no other way. We get it. What Indiana is, I'm not going to confuse them for even a a decent team. The Big Ten. That's that's a bad team. But that was a road win, and that was a road win that where you were up. And then that thing got tight, and then you had the answer to close the thing out. And then as it all matters when it comes to net rankings and everything that goes into your resume, 15-point on-the-road victory will matter for Nebraska. All right, can you look up what uh, metrics there are? So I was looking at net, and I was looking at uh, the b-ball. What is it? What is that one? Um, oh, come on. Neither ones were um, updated yet. Okay, so I have no update. Well, we on had that. late uh, Mountain West basketball. Yeah, B-ball uh, net was not ranked. The, uh, just the or was not Mountain updated as well. Hey, so, hey, Mountain West basketball with the coaches and the atmospheres—it's pretty that, good. That isn't is good. It? Yeah. That is good late night viewing. Last night, the Colorado State New Mexico game was uh, one to stay up for. This is like we're on a nice little stretch here. Some good college basketball. I I I went with the four box last night. Uh, before the Nebraska game started, big deal. You had you had the chaotic finish between Illinois and Penn State, where mm-hmm. Penn State came back and won. Bad night for Coleman Hawkins, or at least the last 18 seconds. But Penn State comes from 14 down; they win that game. Uh, Alabama, Florida was wild. Um, Marquette, DePaul was wild for many reasons. But I had I had the uh. I had the quad box going last night, and this is what makes another night because we we said this I said this end of yesterday. Thing that is making college basketball so great is there is an abundance of talent. Now, now it might, might, might not be the most recognizable talent. I don't know if Isaiah Stevens of Colorado State, who's one of the better guards in the country, mm-hmm. walked into Denny's on 84th, <laughs> and people go, hey, I saw you when you beat Creighton back in November. No, there's a lot of talent. But what is making college basketball so fun right now for me is just chaotic. Mm-hmm. Is There is just wild finishes going on, and it's it it, it, it is setting up like, we got the tease Tuesday night downtown. We're starting yep. to get, like, here we go. We're ramping it up. This is Mar- this is what March Madness is uh, going to be about. And Nebraska and Creighton are going to be a part of it. I, I think it's I think it's it's fine to say that. I, I la- just said it. I, and I think you should feel confident in that. Because... Are you going to join me? I am joining you. Okay, all Yes, right. I, all I right. am joining you. This this was the the one thing that we knew was missing on the resume, and and I said it last week that even more than just putting a road victory on the resume is if they do have a slip up on Sunday or if they do have a slip up at home, your home record is outstanding. So you can't punch a lot of holes into that unless say you had gosh what I, I got to even look at the remaining schedule now okay so you got Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota so and now, then, now and watch, Min- watch Minnesota because Minnesota plays Ohio State tonight yep 
Nebraska's Minnesota, all of a sudden, if they win against Ohio State, they come to Lincoln on Sunday, and they're looking that as a quad one. Minnesota, kind of like Iowa, but I was, I was starting to uh, stack some positive stuff. Minnesota thinks they can make a late run to get in the NCAA tournament. Now, yep. remember, they're they're playing the conference tournament in their hometown. That's true. There could yep. be some momentum. Yep. So if they win the night against Ohio State of the Barn. They come on Sunday. That's a big game for Minnesota. Could turn out to be a big game for Nebraska. Now, no, Nebraska's resume is not done. They have two and two, mm-hmm. two at home, two on the road. Uh, then they go to Ohio State, and then they get Rutgers, and then they finish at Michigan. Yeah, like but it, the Rutgers Michigan game is a week apart. That win last night gives you a little cushion too. That even if you weren't to run the table from here on out for the rest of the regular season, that it's not going to negatively affect you now if you were to lose last night and then you lose next week to Ohio State and again everything plays out to the way it has been all season where you're winning at home and losing on the road you're sweating a little bit you have work to do in Minnesota especially if you were to lose a game on the road in Ann Arbor Michigan I mean that that's a horrible loss and that's another great thing about what we saw several times throughout the broadcast last night too in the resume but it's the the true thing about Nebraska's resume yeah at the, at the time that they're flashing that resume they did not have a road victory but they also didn't have a bad loss and so you've avoided that part of it as well but getting that win now you're at those final four games of the regular season where you've given yourself maybe a little bit of that cushion which I think is big I think that it kind of allows you to play loose now th- this group kind of showed last night they can play with a sense of urgency there can be some pressure there and that they're okay with that but it it just it has a lot of I think a lot of different factors on why that was a big big moment last night for Nebraska. Uh, Vince is up early. It is four thirty in the uh, Napa Valley area where he lives. The twenty two wins are very much in play now. I thought that last night too. Absolutely, they well. Are. So here here I'll before and twenty three wins before they get. You know they're at what nineteen right now. They're nineteen and eight. Um, here's here's another little nugget that I think is important as part of the Fred Hoiberg for Coach of the Year in the Big Ten uh, resume, is for the first time since 97, 98, 98, 99, back-to-back years they've won at least nine games in the conference. Mm -hmm. Now, back then it was the Big 12. Now we're in the Big Ten. That says a lot uh, to get to that number. And you also now are on February 22nd. We're talking Nebraska basketball here. That Since they fired Danny Nee, has been to the NCAA tournament one time. Danny Nee hasn't been here for a while is they're still in play to be a double buy. Now, they're going to yep. need a little bit of help because Purdue and Illinois are kind of locked in. Uh, I think Wisconsin will be okay. So you have Northwestern, Michigan State, and Nebraska essentially are fighting for that last spot. But a double buy is in play. Mm-hmm. We, we, were, we were joking at the beginning of the season, hey, just avoid Wednesday. Yeah. Now Nebraska could be playing on Friday. Now, if you're playing on Friday, you're in the dance. Oh, yeah. Whether you pull an Ohio State in 13-14 and lose uh, – your first game at the Big Ten tournament. If you're in a double bye, you have already clinched your spot in the tournament. But the fact that that is still in play and you still have four games to go just adds to why I think that Fred Hoiberg has a good shot to be Big Ten coach of the year. Yeah, I I, I think there's a lot of reason to believe. Again, when you, okay, just look at the teams in front of Nebraska right now. And you mentioned, well, you mentioned all of them. Uh, Purdue, Illinois, Wisconsin, Northwestern. And we already talked about Northwestern, where I know a lot of people like to talk about Chris Collins, but what they returned, 
Wisconsin. What they went they, to the tournament last year. Absolutely, they did. They got boo booey in his ninth year. Yeah, they should have been good. Uh, Wisconsin had key dudes back. Illinois, key dudes back. Purdue, the dude on top of a lot of good dudes back. Nebraska again. It wasn't as if they returned this core group. We yeah, talked I think it's about just. That. I don't think. I, I I think it's just Ben Johnson and Fred Hoiberg are the discussion. Here I agree for coach of the year in the league. Yeah, I I totally agree because of what those coaches were also kind of facing this year if it didn't go the right way. And to kind of have some unknowns on their roster as well and to get it playing the way that it is. And now, you you know, for all the detractors, you can look at, okay, well, last mm-hmm. night they finally did get that that key moment there for, if we're talking about the Nebraska basketball resume, but for us, I know Fred doesn't care about this, but for the Big Ten Coach of the Year discussion, that's also that goes a long way as well, what yeah. happened last night. Yeah, if, if you would have said... Again, this is all kind of a, a lead-up over the last two years uh, for Hoiberg. And, and I, I, my, my sentiments about Nebraska basketball are the sentiments of a team that is a 9-10 seed in the NCAA tournament. Yes. And all of a sudden go, oh my gosh, they won on the road. And, seven. Yeah, boy, I wish Creighton and Nebraska would play again. Nebraska, <laughs> Nebraska is, looks like a 9-10 seed team. But if you would have said two years ago that Hoiberg would in his fifth year, with you know a little bit of heat under the seat, would find a way to be in the running for coach of the year and a double bye, and you're about to hit March, how many people would have said, you are crazy? Yeah. I would I would take more that Hoiberg would have said, peace, I'm out, had hit the wall, and was like, I can't do anything. I tried for four years. Yeah. You can't just win at Nebraska. So all of this is impressive for what they have built up because nineteen and eight is something. I mean, we're, again, we're talking Nebraska basketball. They're nineteen and eight. Nineteen and eight, and once again, they've won at least nine games in the conference. And they got they got the thing that was missing on the resume last night was a road win. Now, just to be so, my trust tree be nice to add at least another road win, yes. either in Columbus or in Ann Arbor. And mm, never mind, I'm not going. Bring it up, but uh, yes, let's just say that the 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 four game stretch and what you have on the road, those are games that you would think Nebraska will be in, whether they're ahead, within striking distance, down to the last minute, or whatever you want to call it. Tell you what, they play defense like they have the last three yeah. games. They're gonna they're gonna find themselves in games when they get to that last media timeout. Yep. I mean, their 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 defensive improvement is is subtly. Very impressive. Last mm-hmm. last three they've held um, Michigan, Penn State, and Indiana as a total on average below sixty points. I think a combined thirty six percent from the floor. And there's uh, I saw a little Seamus nugget. I think when Nebraska holds their opponents below seventy or seventy or less, 70 below, yeah. they're fourteen and zero. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, that looks like it checks out. Yeah, on the notes from last night. Yeah, and so. That again, there, there's another part of it's not just getting that win last night, but look at the trend, even what they've been doing at home. Things that can play out in the postseason, parts of this team that you know, what you know, there was a time we were talking about it in the Wisconsin game. We were talking about you know, CJ Wilcher being the hero and, and playing himself into the Big Ten six man of the year discussion. Then last night, you get the performance from Jamarcus Lawrence, which is great because you're getting some different production from guys in really similar roles over the last year. But even with those things, like that's kind of been there all year for Nebraska. 
defensively and especially on the road defensively, like we talked about yesterday with that backcourt for Indiana being as average as they are to all of a sudden go into a game where they're getting open looks and all of a sudden they're just raining down threes. And then they also have the advantage inside in the paint, which they you know, give them credit. They did utilize that, and that was a big part of them coming back, but also had a lot to do with Nebraska's shot selection in the second half. Defensively, what they were able to do, especially on the perimeter, it's impressive. And don't even – I mean, I know that they had some success in the paint too, but Jawan Gary – with uh, Renew and how he was able to defend him in the first half, too. Mm-hmm. That that was big. All, they, all that mattered. They won a game last night where the guards were the story and Mast was not a story. And Nebraska has a C.J. Wiltshire problem. C.J. Wiltshire is in a major funk. Mm-hmm. And the body language is back to bad body language yep. C.J. at Nebraska. Yep. Just They, they would show uh, some isos of the huddle. And, yeah, uh, we're... Since Wisconsin, one of six, two of seven, one of four, one of six, one of six, two, five, three, four, and two. That's the last five games for mm-hmm. CJ Wiltshire. But they found a way to win uh, last night. All right. Welcome in, everybody. Off and running on a uh, Thursday. Uh, coming up in about 90 minutes because it is that time of the year where everybody does a bracket. I've always said this life is better when you bracket things. Mm-hmm. Like when I see all these loose cats in my neighborhood when I drive into work in the morning, I'm like, you know what? What do we put them in a bracket? <laughs> How do you get the number one seed? Well, it's probably it, what, what cat I don't hit. I oh, see okay. this. I swear to God, I, cat. I swear to God, I see the same cat every day when I turn onto uh, Shirley. Black cat. It is, Uh-oh. and it's sitting on the corner. And I'm very superstitious, so if the thing runs in front of me, yeah, go the I'm, other way. I'm hitting reverse, and yep. I'm going, yep. you know, up uh, 63rd Street. So, what do you, you mean you're doing it on Streamyard? <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> there are, but there's. <laughs> okay. I, I, smoke that I, don't, I don't know if it's the weather. But there's a, like a lot of loose cats in my neighborhood. But life is... Oh, yeah, be- we're cat town. Yeah. Well, I, I wonder, like, did people all of a sudden decide, you know what? I don't want my cat, and they just let it run? Because Exarban Village is being overrun by cats. Now, they look like feral cats. They look like they're well-manicured cats. Yeah. And I don't see them like climbing. I don't see them like climbing into the gutter. Yeah, I see them like sprinting through people's yards. But why do we have? So they're well trained. Why do cats. we have a lot of loose cats in Exarban Village? Good question. I don't. I wish I. I Jones Brothers. They're, 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 table very, they're very respectful because they're trying not to get hit by a car. Yeah. So I do appreciate that because I think they would lose. They're nimble. That's good. Uh, do you? Say good I, I don't know how close you get to them. Do you, do you detect any type of collar? Any type of identification? Um. Would you have to tell. No. Okay. I think I might even if I saw a caller, I might I might try and bring it in. Yeah. So ah, we, I, was, I was like when I'm out for my walk, I always look like you know you'll see like the street poles or whatever. They'll have like a missing dog or a cat. So I'll stop and look, and maybe I see one wandering around. But we have a lot of cats that are loose in my neighborhood. Well, according so to if you, you don't have if you you lost your cat, I can tell you it's at probably five fifty five every morning where it's at. Village area. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy just said, did you say we're, we're a cat town? We're Cat Town. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. So, so Lincoln's Crime Town, we're Cat Town? Yeah. There'll be cats tonight at uh, Baxter Arena I taking a basketball game. I believe that your statement is not perfect. We're Cat Town? <laughs> I, I believe we love our dogs. Our ladies love their cats. Yeah. Our uh, Omahans love their dogs. Uh, did you guys know Laszlo's has a mascot cat? This was weird. We were at Laszlo's not that long ago. serving cat. We, well, I don't know. We walked in, and there was a little cat in their outdoor patio area. And so Reese runs over, and we're like, eh, hold on a sec. I don't know if we want to, like, could be a feral cat. And it had, like, a little collar. It was a really you know, yeah. it was a cute cat. I'm not a big cat guy, but it was cute. Um, Went up to him and said, Hanley, so party of four. my wife checked his collar, and it said, property of Laszlo's 
and it said something like <laughs> don't or like don't worry or something like that so if you see it so basically this cat is an outdoor cat and it's the laszlo's cat. It it happens, you're owner. sitting on the patio and it jumps on your table and starts uh you know eating the fish don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry. It's just, it's part of the experience yeah, yeah, of it Laszlo's. Is. It is. It's the Laszlo's yeah. cat. But I think life would be better as brackets. So like the black cat that I saw today, and then I saw like a a gray cat. Mm. Um, Watch out for I the I thought if cat. I bracketed him, the black cat looks a lot better. But speaking of brackets. But where's the regional? Maybe you have the gray bracket and the black bracket. I got the gray cat as a three seed going deep. Like they would, they, they, oh, would, but... they would face off in the parking lot next to tracks. <laughs> um, but speaking of tracks, Sarah Baker Hansen is going to join us at uh, 8 because life is better with brackets and ah, her bracket is out this year. What oh, yeah. will she be bracketing? Last year it was beer. We've done pizza. Uh, I, I like... The craft beer one I, last I, year was great. I, I, like, uh, I like the idea of the bracket this year. I, I, too. I wonder how she has gotten so many of them because not... Not all particular food item that she is going to speak of are created equal. Yes. Yes. I want to uh, participate in this bracket. So she will join us coming up at 8. Steve, you should. Steve Simple stops by at uh, 8.30. He's a go big fretter. Uh, and then Brian Edwards at uh, 9.45. We have lots to discuss. More on Nebraska and Indiana last night. Uh, also, uh, Danny Hurley and his Game of Thrones tweet uh, yesterday. And we are never satisfied with college football. We no. talked yesterday about going to 12. Yeah. And they said, <laughs> you guys are not very smart because we would like to go to 14. <laughs> Man, what's your favorite memories of the 12-team playoff? Uh, just uh, when it became final uh, the other day. That was really cool. That was neat. It was short-lived. You know what? I don't know if, you were ever, if you've ever been told this in your life. Sometimes more is not better. Uh-huh. Yeah. Less is more. Yeah, mm-hmm. less is more. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, <laughs> I knew what you meant. Uh, but the college football playoff is now all over uh, the map. Uh, plus, uh, Kansas City Royals did something yesterday. I think it was a good idea. And then you saw a visual and you went, mm, not so much. Uh, as we will discuss their new patch on their uniform. That's all to come. Good lineup uh, ahead of us. Uh, brought to you by the Rufries at John... <laughs> Will there be a quick trip in the new Royal Stadium? That's what I want to know. There was in the Sprint oh. Center. I don't know if there still is. Really? really? There was? Oh, yeah. A, a full-scale full quick, trip? quick trip? There was? Minus the gas. Dang. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I've been there. Mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing a quick trip. There were no 59-cent, 44-ounce drinks <laughs> or whatever they used to be in 2005. Well, it's arena prices. It'd be yeah. probably like Boy, $9.99. Quick trip. Uh, if we were doing a bracket of the best things at quick trip, you can't go wrong with the ice. The cubed ice. Oh, the, yeah, the, like the yeah. shaved ice yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right, 43 uh, past the hour. That is the uh, lineup after uh, Nebraska beats Indiana. Uh, so put your dancing shoes on. If you're wearing blue dancing shoes, they are firmly tied. Oh, yeah. And they might have some sparkles on them. If you're wearing the red dancing shoes, they're on your feet and maybe a lace is tied. Mm-hmm. Uh, after uh, Nebraska adds to the resume last night. 43 past the hour. There's Nick, Jimmy, I'm Gary. It's Mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone.